the MacGyver Podcast with your host, Matt Jackson, celebrating all we love of the TV show, the actors, and the inspiration that it has had in our lives. Look for us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and dieheroic.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the MacGyver Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Jackson. And Nathan Schell. And go ahead. Guest appearance by uh, Jessica Schell, my wife. Cookies in the background, so we may hear from her. Uh, We just wanted to do a, I'm still waiting to hear from Holly Fields. That's why I haven't, we haven't rushed to get a new episode out. Uh, she's been busy. She's going to do it. She still needs to download Skype. Uh, but in the meantime, something came up that we just wanted to do a quick check-in with everybody to hear your thoughts and, more importantly, to share our concerns with the news that the there is possibly going to be a, and we hear this every couple years, uh, yeah. a new MacGyver series. Now, <clears throat> a couple years ago, they claimed for the second or third time that they were going to do a MacGyver movie, which didn't happen, thank God, after I heard what they wanted to do with it. Yeah, and then we ended up with that MacGruber uh, Ugh, parody, see. which... Which wasn't even a good skit on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, well, for a, you know, five-minute skit, yeah, it was fine. Once. For a two-hour film, right. sucked. Sorry, well, I mean... Saturday Night Live goes, oh, we did this one skit, let's just keep doing it over and over, and there was nothing different about it. The only highlight was when they had Richard Dean Anderson come on, which I, I adore him for doing that, and it was cute. Uh, which I'll also just throw in there for a second. You can actually see the natural talent that he has on a three-minute skit on Saturday Night Live, joking it up, as oh, opposed cool. to the normal cast members who are told, I'm sure, to look at the cue cards. We know Rick doesn't follow the rules, and thank God for that. Yeah. Uh, he was... I love watching him in that. He, he was just, He's just natural in, in whatever he does. But, um... Anyway, the latest news is, and please correct me if I'm wrong, um... I might type it in just to make sure I get names right. The... New series is, I guess, going to be produced by the the guy who was going to direct um, the movie and who didn't. And Henry Winkler is going to be involved, apparently. Well, he was an executive producer on the original. Which is great, because he's the one who started the foundation from which it built. Yeah, he was a, yeah, he actually has been involved behind the scenes on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, he was the reason, <laughs> I'll tell you, when I was a kid, he was the reason I gave MacGyver a chance, because I loved the Fonz. So I'm like, oh, Henry Winkler's, again, I'm, I don't even remember how old, in 85, 10 less, maybe 9. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to check this show out, because Fonzie's involved. And thank God I did. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. R.S. Gemmel will pen the script and executive produce the CBS television studio drama 
while staying on board the CBS procedural. Henry Winkler, who executive produced the original series, is on board to serve in the same capacity alongside James Wan's atomic monster head of production, Michael Clear. Blah, 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 blah. James Wan, I believe, is the one who was going to be involved in the the movie. And then when it didn't happen, I guess they attached him to this. Now, from what I've heard from the idea of the movie was going to be, we're going to show a MacGyver who's just going to, or just coming in to college or coming out of college and is so smart, he creates, he's an inventor. Well, one of his inventions gets put into the hands of bad guys, and now he has to go out and stop it. Okay. Now, I'm not even going to nitpick the idea of the script. I'm not going to do it, because I don't want to be a naysayer, but... Depending on how they execute it, it could be a good start. Yeah, well, I, I read this from the Hollywood Reporter, just to give credit where credit is due as far as what I was reading from. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting concept to start with, yeah. but how could they have much longevity after that? Well, you know what I mean, yeah, now, here's they'd have to execute it very well to get some length out of it. And that's the problem. I don't. Uh, people... I mean, right, right. With that little description, it sounds like it could almost be like um, taking it in the same vein as uh, Warehouse Thirteen. Well, remember that was that was. I'm just telling you what I but, read. Yeah, the really idea of the movie was. I don't know what the idea of the show would be. Oh, that was the movie. Okay. So. Well, that explains why it sounded like it would be a self-contained story then. <laughs> yeah, but it, but I'll tell you, if it's the same guy who's coming up with that. Um, I, uh, I don't think they understand, or at least he doesn't understand the type of show that MacGyver is. Let's, I'm going to say this as we've said in the past. Um, and if anybody who has watched my tangent video, uh, how the MacGyver movie, when I thought they were doing this movie needs Richard Dean Anderson, I go into detail about this, but this is apparently needs to be, um, brought up again. There are certain characters that you can recast. They're kind of almost public domain, you know, where it's up to interpretation because they've been written in books or comic books or what have you. Uh, There are other characters who have been created on a, in this case, TV show who you can't mess with because the creator of the show or the character was largely due to who they cast in that part. Um, I believe just talking about one of our previous conversations about sleepy hollow picture, somebody else being a about crane. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It just, it wouldn't. And that's because Tom Meissen would jump in and add his two, the whole lieutenant thing where he calls Abby lieutenant was because of him. Uh, the Fonz, I always use as a good example. The Fonz would not have caught on. He would have been in what? One or two episodes occasionally of that show had Mickey Dolan's gotten that part, which he was up for that part, by the way. Uh, or somebody else. 
Henry Winkler took it, created what we know of with the A, and all, the whole mythology of the Fonz was because of Henry Winkler's input. MacGyver would not have lasted or been as endearing or any of the nice words you can say without Richard Dean Anderson. Um, the creator of the show, whose name I constantly butcher and I completely apologize, uh, has, he put out a comic book with, uh, he was one of the people in charge of the, the miniseries that they did a few years ago. Um, yeah, I, I think I remember you telling me about that. Yes. Very, um, well, what? How can I put it? Picture if he, because he came in, he did the pilot, he wrote the pilot, and that was it. He was out. So even though he gets credit for creating the character, he entered it through the door, but he didn't take it all the way through the house, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. Richard Dean Anderson came in, and they liked him, so they started to make the character more like Richard Dean Anderson. Now, the people who are doing this show are looking at the gimmicky side of it the way the creator did when he did the comic book. Take out Richard Dean Anderson and you just have... All right, in two seconds, give me in a sentence or two what MacGyver is. Just what makes him different from everybody else, Nate? His ability to adapt to a situation and find a solution to a problem. Using anything around him. Right. Now, hold on. Jess asked if she could have... Well, shout out. Basically, just said what I was going to say, which was basically going to be he can get himself out of any situation using just what he has around him. Exactly. Dead on. Yeah. Uh, that is what the comic book was. Take out anything beyond that, and that was what. And it was a fine comic book. I enjoyed it, but they intentionally didn't draw him like Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, they tried to make him. <laughs> And I get the sense that that's what they're going to try and do with this. Make him hip and of now, like as though there's something nostalgic about MacGyver. It's not. He's, he's, there's a very current electricity that runs through that. It's not, it's not in a time capsule. Um, so that's what I'm afraid the show is going to be. If you do not, bottom line, you cannot reboot this series. No, they they'd they'd have to have it be some kind of continuation. I mean, for crying out loud, they got they got as many surviving cast members from Star Wars to revisit the characters. Thirty two years after the last film, they can do it with MacGyver. And and let's let's besides me, it, it's I always worry that people are going to go. Well, he just doesn't like change. No, it's not about that. Sometimes. Reboots are fantastic and need to be done in certain situations. Um, none come to mind off the top of my head, but I'm not trying. Yeah. Uh, Given enough time, I'm sure you and I could probably rattle off at least a half a dozen. Without a doubt. Or a, a refreshing look at blah, 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 blah. But in most cases, when you reboot something, you offend the original cast, or not original cast, the original uh, supporters of it. So let's just, besides me... Loving the original show. That's not what this is about. It's part of what it's about, but it's not entirely like, I don't want change. Don't mess with it. Because a lot of what I've heard feedback, uh, 
because I put it out there. I'm, there's petitions you can sign, by the way, if you look for the petition on the MacGyver online site. You can sign a petition to say, please reconsider a reboot. If you're smart, you'll just continue on from the series. Yeah. My thought is, let's just on a practical level, let's take my love of the show out of it. Let me try to, to appeal to the powers that be of the network. You clearly want people to watch your show. Okay? You want to have a, a current energy, whatever you want to say. Put it in whatever word you want. But you want people to watch your show. Hedge your bets by continuing it. Even if you just say, you know, 20 years ago, uh, we last saw MacGyver, blah, 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 blah. Now, and you focus on his son or his grandson or whatever, a granddaughter. I really don't care. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 there was a, the car commercial that he, he did a mini episode of MacGyver for a couple years ago, which is fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, and it showed him with his daughter. Now, we already knew he had a son, Sam, from the, the finale of the show. Yeah. In that time, and I looked at her age, I'm like, clearly he could have had a daughter. Let them have a dog. I don't care how they decide it, but hedge your bets by continuing from the show that everybody loves. Because I know, even though I'm nervous about it, if they say it doesn't erase what we already know, they don't want us to ignore it, it's not a reboot, it's a continuation, I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. I, um, and you had that young MacGyver show that they tried a bunch of years ago. If they pay, whoever wrote that, if they paid attention and not made it be his nephew, which breaks the continuity as the, immediately, as the, yeah. immediately you go, nope, and you're done. Yeah, because there was never a mention of a brother or a sister in the show. So, He's actually I mean, there were people that he viewed as family, yes, but that's not the same as, you know, exactly. And it, 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 it would. Go ahead. It appeased the, the fans of the original series to have that connection to the original series. Well, it, I mean, you're going to get people who are going to check out a new show anyway. Oh, yeah. But I mean, let's be honest. People are going to at least watch the pilot and a couple episodes to determine if they're going to like it or not. Now, that's the but, general public. Like, let's say that's 100% of the people who would normally be into a new show. Yeah. Now, subtract that from those who know and love MacGyver. Anybody who's listening to this, you're part of that now. You're not just listening to this out of curiosity. You you want to know. You care about MacGyver. You know there's more to him than the gimmicky part of it. Yeah. It's everything Richard Dean Anderson brought to this show. It's his loving personality. It's his kindness. It's his attitude of where there's life, there's hope. That's what made MacGyver the, the reason for this podcast. You know, you can get anybody to do magic tricks. That's There's nothing special about that. But we adore Richard Dean Anderson. Um, so, you know, it, out of that 100% of people who would try a new show, subtract that from all of us who, if you're not going to connect it to, you're, you know, if you're, if you're going to go, nope, forget everything you know and love, we're starting again, subtract that. Guess how many people are watching it? Yeah. A whole heck of a lot less. And even if they check it out out of morbid curiosity, like you and I might go, Let's see how bad they butcher it. Yeah, I mean, I did that with uh, Battlestar Galactica when they did the reimagination of that. And that's actually an example of a show that... That paid off. ...pulled it off very well. Very well. You know, this, in this case, 
even if we did check it out for, say, the pilot, we're going to go, ugh, nope, done, and walk away from it. So you got, maybe you got us in the pilot, but you're not getting us for the rest of the season. Yeah. The show would ultimately fail. It would be a blemish on a wonderful record. Yeah. You know. And it, it would put a bad taste potentially in the, the mouths of the people who worked on it too. Absolutely. They're like, well, this is something that we thought was a sure thing and it failed. Now, what they could do, as, you know, as I said with, or as we were saying, about having it be his grandson, his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. You know, have it be a direct descendant. You know, they could bring him in as you, you'd mentioned, uh, have him in the role of Pete or have him basically be in the role of his grandfather, Henry. Right. You know, have that tie, have that connection. Harry. You'd hook Harry. Harry. Yeah. You'd hook the original fans because, oh my God, I remember MacGyver when I was younger. You then hook through osmosis their family because I'm sure you'd watch it with your son. Yeah. Are you kidding? He already watches it with me now. Well, yeah, you, you know what I mean, though. You yes, watch yes. the newer stuff with him. Yep, yep. I mean, I'd be able to get my wife into it more. Right. As, as it is, I'm slowly adopting her to hey, MacGyver. I watched MacGyver when I was a kid. See, there you go. We'll have her on to discuss an episode in the future. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it, it it would be in their... I hate this, I hate to say it. It would be in their best interest to give it the best chance. Right? I mean, just just besides the love of it, let's say you're a cold-hearted corporate SOB. Logically, <laughs> logically, you go, wait a minute, there's already a built-in audience for that? Well, yeah. can we tie that in there? Oh, it, you know, even if, let's just say, I know I've heard Richard Dean Anderson say, no, I would do it, as long as they're realistic with who I am, and they don't have, you know, try and treat me like a 20-year-old if they allow me to. Yeah, as long as they don't expect him to go bobsledding down a, a mountain on a freaking airplane door, I think he'd, you know. He'd do it. He's, for, he said. He's he'd all for anything within reason. <laughs> and he's also lovingly um, uh, enthusiastic for that character. He, he's never looked at it as, it's a part. No, he knows he's MacGyver. He's very protective yeah. of what happens. Yeah, I mean, there there are characters that he just adored. Right. And that, that and O'Neill are probably two of his top. Oh, and he said it. He said it. You know, when you hear him, people say, who do you like more, MacGyver or, Starge- or Jack O'Neill? And he'll flip-flop. And he said when I saw him, when we were together at the convention, he goes, I I love them both. It's, it's too different. You know, I can't choose yeah. one over the other. Today I feel like it's this, but tomorrow I'm going to feel like it's that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's you yeah. Sh- I mean, it's it's characters that I I'm a firm believer he helped he helped the genesis of. Now here's here's some of the feedback that I've gotten just to share with everybody. I said on Twitter, you know, how are we doing with our uh, signing the petition, and I tagged the Phoenix Foundation. They have a a, a fun episode by episode um, podcast. Check out on iTunes too. Uh, we're going to be hopefully on iTunes with. Nate's help and expertise now that we we just had a, a, a what what would you call it a meeting of sorts trying to figure out yeah what, a, a, a head bashing against the wall <laughs> yeah, trying to get that going so anyway so Phoenix Foundation and the MacGyver Project uh, both on Twitter looked them up they responded somebody said uh, Phoenix Foundation we're all for the reboot anything that gets people excited about MacGyver is great. Well, 
again, I had and I said this. I replied back. Yes, but now you're just going for the gimmicky side of it. You don't care about the heart. You're just I want a guy who can, you know, put something together and get himself out of trouble. You know, like that's not where the heart is. Let's see. Uh oh. Then they said I'd be surprised if RDA even wants that, which he does. Uh let's see. I'm less uncomfortable with the part of it being recasts, and they feel that it doesn't affect the original. I think it would, because all, any, any of us who loved the Dukes of Hazard growing up, when they came out with that god-awful movie, now whenever you talk about the Dukes of Hazard to whoever, besides saying, oh, I loved that show when I was a kid, everybody has to have that moment of, remember that god-awful movie? Yeah, and, and I'm afraid like, that that's what that would do to this. Yeah, it, and I don't think people would it. It wouldn't happen as quick, or it wouldn't happen right away. It'd be people would be undecided, and then it'd be. Eh, yeah. Here's a perfect example. You just brought up the Mag- the MacGruber thing. Yeah, I don't like that being attached to MacGyver. No, and uh, and for the most part, MacGyver has survived that. Oh, absolutely. Because people, I mean, thankfully, it, it rightfully so, did so god-awful bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those, like, let's just try to forget that that even happened. Cause yeah, I mean, and that that's a prime example of SNL skits turned movie that did not end well. And nobody along the way said, wait, why are we making this? Like, no, you know, there are so many bad movies. Now, granted, you and I know that TV shows, scripts... Movies, even if the initial idea is beautiful and pure, it's amazing that after it passes through so many hands, if it's successful. Because somebody along the way decides they're going to throw their creative power in there and say, you know, we we need cousin what's-his-face to be on the Brady Bunch. Like that sort of yeah, short-sighted, you know, I need to put my mark. I don't care about the product. I yeah. want to put my I, I want mark to, on it. I want to have my my name attached to the success of those, and then that ends up costing them. Exactly. So, I, you know, here's I want to hear from everybody out there. Uh, go to the MacGyver podcast page on Facebook. Uh, look for me and Nate on Twitter. Uh, it's Mac W Jackson on Twitter for me, and you're at N A S C H E L L. Yeah. Let us know what your thoughts are and. Also, more importantly, if you agree with us, get the word out there. I, I've been letting uh, Mr. Juan and uh, Henry Winkler know in a respectful way the practicality of connecting it to the original show. Even, let's just say, God forbid, but let's just play devil's advocate. Richard Dean Anderson, after reading it, says, Ooh, I don't really want to be attached to this, a la Young MacGyver. Right. At least if they connect it there's still hope that he will pop up later on in the series. Yeah. And since he's so protective of his character, he wants to do it. He's looking for it. Yeah. You know, he wants to do more Stargate, more MacGyver. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. I know, I know recently he was supposed to be at a convention up in, uh, Rhode Island. And unfortunately he had to, uh, cancel because of his back pain. Yeah. He had, uh, something with his back, which, you know, friends of ours that were up there said, you know, he's his agent has outright said, you know, he's eagerly looking forward to coming back and seeing his fans again because he's, yeah, he's genuinely enjoyed it. 
if you go to Kate's site, it's rdanderson.com. She keeps us up to date with uh, any sort. Whenever he feels like chiming in with somebody, he, he'll let us know through that website. And he expressed his his sadness over having to cancel that show. You know, he he is heartbroken because he loves, thankfully, getting to meet all of us. Uh, and obviously, we wish him best recovery. But go to um, I know it's on the MacGyver online uh, page. There's a forum there you could chime in on. Uh, but look for the petition. Sign the petition. Ask your friends on social media to sign the petition. Let's get it out there because I'm telling you, if we don't do something and it comes out to be a big pile of crap, you know, the best thing, worst case scenario is they don't listen to us and they do reboot it. It'll never be, and that's not me being stubborn. I think you can agree. No. It'll never be Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, it'll never be as good as it could have been. And it, it'll, it'll do it, it'll do it a disservice. It really will. Absolutely. And that's on the, that's a best case scenario for a bad idea. Uh, so please get out there. Yeah, the world's worst case scenario is it causes everybody to throw their TV out the window, but I highly doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with all the vomit on my TV screen. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely go, let, a, let everybody know. Get, get the word out there. Uh, always be respectful, of course. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's, and that's actually something important to put out there, you know, being respectful to, you know, these people on Facebook and Twitter and all that. I mean, I've, I'm dumbfounded, and I'll use this as an example. Stephen Moffat, love him or hate him, mm -hmm. the man has done something that any fan in their right mind would just die for the opportunity. Absolutely. To be able to contribute to something that you watched as a child that you eat, sleep, breathe. The man, you know, went to social media so that he'd be in touch with fans and stuff. And fans were so callous that they were sending him death threats. Right. Causing him to escape from social media, which I can't fault him for. I mean, if I was, you know, that involved with something that was near and dear to my heart, and then all of a sudden I did something that, you know, I thought was an interesting story element, and all of a sudden people are sending death threats. That's just, that's asinine. I agree. That's, that. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, I, and I've, I mean, yeah, some of the things he's done with Sherlock and Doctor Who, I've had some scratch hatching, scratch hatching, yeah, head scratching moments. Wow. <laughs> but all in all, I've loved it. Absolutely. Think, Absolutely. I'm a firm believer that most of, what comes out of the BBC is just phenomenal. And I really am glad to see that some or U.S. productions are slowly starting to catch on. Right. Less filler, more more content. Absolutely. Make us cry. Make us feel. You know, I want to both simultaneously scream your name out of joy and anger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no! Um, so, yeah, I mean... With Henry Winkler's involvement, I would think, I mean, he's smart. I would think he would be against a reboot, but let's just make sure we, we make our uh, ourselves heard. Yeah. And uh, we will check in with everybody. Again, I'm, we're not being lazy. I was just trying to wait for uh, Holly to jump on and do this with me. 
Um, we're going to have some other guests come on. I know I have that in the works. But after the holidays, we'll do we'll crank out another one of these and at least talk about a particular episode. Maybe have Jess uh, join us. Yeah, no, she she's actually expressed interest. Yeah. We'll probably but, having to pick and choose a couple episodes to watch because oh darn. So yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, keep looking for us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter. Uh, share this episode with anybody that you think would want to hear it and get on board. And we will catch you next time. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>